0: Hello, welcome to the Monday, March twenty third, two thousand twenty edition of the Sands and Storms on Us Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. But now it looks like any malware gang out there has jumped on the COVID nineteen or coronavirus bandwagon. Recurring themes are trying to provide more information or taking advantage of uh, government regulations that are, of course, very quickly changing these days, but also some mask sales that, of course, often turn out to be fraudulent. Didier took a look at some of the malware that we have been seeing now. In this case actually, the malware promised as an attachment uh, some kind of permission slip that apparently you can use to leave your house in case of a national state of emergency. Needless to say such permission slip doesn't, doesn't really exist and there is also nothing like a national state of emergency at least in the US that that would require you to have a slip like this. But uh, of course, uh, people will download this document, try to execute it. In itself, the document is not really all that sophisticated. Uh, now, the ultimate download is one of those auto IT scripts. Haven't seen them in a while, but they have certainly been around for a while. Auto IT is of a scripting language. And in order to run the script, uh, the malware actually also installs the auto IT interpreter on your system now if you managed to download all the files needed to actually run the final malware while it was still active you would have ended up with the kpot info stealer overall none of the attempts we have seen so far are really Sophisticated in any way. Sophisticated maybe in the sense that they very quickly sort of jumped on that COVID-19 bandwagon. But any kind of a reasonable endpoint protection should protect you from this type of malware. The one thing we haven't really seen much of uh, for now, and I guess that's good, is uh, any donation scams around uh, COVID-19. Now, we have gotten a number of requests to look into a website called cdcfoundation.org. This website is legit. It is actually associated with the CDC. It's a little bit an oddball as far as uh, foundations and charities go. You won't find this Exact uh, organization as part of the IRS list, for example, because the way uh, this foundation is sort of associated with the CDC itself. So as usual, be careful and stick with any charities that you know. Also stick to suppliers that you already know if you're thinking about buying things like disinfectants or breathing masks. What you are seeing advertised over scams and spam is probably not the real thing if you ever get the product in the first place. And then we got a uh, working exploit for the crook WPA2 vulnerability. This vulnerability, if you remember from a couple of weeks ago, I think, or was it last week, does allow us for some limited information disclosure of unencrypted traffic from your Wi-Fi network. The way the attack works is that an attacker will disrupt an existing connection from a client to an access point by sending disassociation packets. Now, at that point, the Wi-Fi chip will clear out the encryption key, but still send any remaining data in its buffer, essentially in the clear, well, just encrypted with a key that that's all zeros. So an attacker would be able to read some limited traffic from the network. And now the attacker shouldn't be able to inject any traffic into the network. And of course, also the traffic that's actually leaked. is a little bit unpredictable. But if you're wondering if you're vulnerable with this exploit, you can actually experiment and see if your equipment is affected. And as so many events these days, the Pwn to Own contest, which always happens as part of Cansec West had to move online, just like Cansec West itself. Now, this actually led to a quite successful showing out of Eight exploit attempts, seven worked. Now, probably in my opinion, sort of the most impressive one was an exploit targeting Safari on Mac OS, leading to complete system compromise. Now, they actually used six different vulnerabilities uh, to not only initially attack Safari, but later also escalate privileges to Root macOS and Safari wasn't alone there were also successful exploits against Microsoft Windows actually to privilege Escalations and Ubuntu Desktop, also with a local privilege escalation. In the virtualization category, there were two successful exploits against Oracle VirtualBox. Now, the one that didn't work was a VMware Workstation vulnerability. And as it states in the summary, it didn't work in the time allotted. So the exploit may actually still be valid. They just uh, couldn't pull it off. Uh, within the limited time they had. And of course, there was also an Adobe Reader vulnerability that was successfully exploited for local approach escalation on Windows. Typically, we will see fixes for these vulnerabilities relatively soon. The Zero Day initiative that runs this contest will report all the vulnerabilities to respective vendors. Well, uh, this is it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.